Philippians chapter 3 will be our text for today. It says here, Not that I have already obtained this, or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own, because Jesus Christ, or Christ Jesus, has made me His own. Verse 13, it says, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it on my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Finally, in verse 15, Let those of us who are mature think this way, and if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Father in heaven, again, we thank you for your word. We pray, Lord, that you would not just inspire each one of us this afternoon, but Lord, dalangin po namin that you would also empower each one of us. We thank you, Lord, that you can accomplish more than what we can hear and look at in 30 minutes. You can accomplish more than that. And so we, hope, we pray, Holy Spirit, thank you that you are our teacher. Thank you that you are the one who illuminates your word. Do that work even at this moment in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Quick background. Alam naman natin yung Philippians, it was written by the Apostle Paul and sinulat po niya ito sa mga tao dun sa Filipos o sa Philippians. Now when he wrote this, alam niyo ba na si Apostle Paul, nung sinulat niya to, he was actually in prison. Merong cell ministry si Apostle Paul at that time. Ano? He was in prison and he was there for about a year or two, if I'm not mistaken. And yung mga prison, nung panahon nila, hindi yung mga kagaya ng mga prison natin ngayon. Ano? I mean, yung, yung siguro yung believed, mas sobrang ganda na nun ngayon. Ngayon, medyo pangit pa rin siya. Ano? But yet, in his time, grabe. Kasi sila, nakakulong sila sa mga sewers lang. Kina, tinatali lang sila o kinakadena lang sila sa isang sewer, alam natin sewer, di ba? Imbornal. Kinakadena lang sila doon. And so you can imagine, every time na umuulan, every time, di ba, na merong tubig na dumadaloy doon sa imbornal, grabe ko ano ni lumulutang doon. Sorry for being gross. But that's the kind of situation that he was in. But yet, Philippians is one of the most encouraging letters in the Bible. Imagine that. Paul, kahit na ang dami niyang pinagdadaanan, sobrang dami niyang hugot, but at that moment, ang taas pa rin ng faith niya. How many of you want that in your life? Daming pinagdadaanan, pero still in faith. We want that, isn't it? We want that for our lives. And so, here we can find from the passage that we have read, what can we learn? Ano ba yung attitude ni Paul? Bakit siya ganun? Ano yung pinaguhugutan ng lakas? ni Paul kung bakit siya ganun. In fact, itong pinasa po natin kanina, it has the analogy of someone who is running or jogging or fartlekking. He was running and it was a picture of a runner that he was trying to communicate to his readers. And from that, we can generalize or conclude three attitudes that we also need so that we can finish strong. The first one, again, we find that in verse 12. It says there, Not that I have already obtained this, or am already perfect, but I press on. Kung babasahin natin yung previous verses, sa verse, um, I think verse 3 all the way to 6, he was narrating, ito yung mga accomplishments ko. Ito yung mga nagawa ko. Kasi yung mga tao na binibigyan niya ng letter, meron doon yung tinatawag na Judaizers. And yung mga Judaizers, napakarami rin nilang mga pagmamalaki na dapat daw sila yung pakinggan. And so sabi ni Paul, ah sige, wala kayo sa lolo ko. 
So sinabi niya ngayon yung mga ano niya, mga credentials niya. And grabe naman talaga. Siguro in the academic world, may master siya, merong PhD, kung ano-ano yung mga accomplishments na sinabi niya. But here's what he said. Not that I have obtained all of this or already perfect, but I still press on. First thing that we need to learn from Paul is have a desire to get better. Can you say get better? Get better. Alam niyo po ba na meron dalawang roadblock? para do tayo magkaroon ng growth or being better. Number one is an attitude that settles. Number two is an attitude that surrenders. Yung isa, sabi natin sa Pilipino, bahala na. Bahala na si Batman. Yung isa, ang attitude naman, hindi ko kaya yan. Hindi ko kaya yan. And we have to be careful not to fall into the bahala na or yung hindi ko kaya yan na mentality. Because for Paul, he wanted us to pursue and to press on. Speaking of, siguro yung surrender na o yung ayaw nang mag-grow, no? Minsan kasi parang ang feeling ng ibang mga tao, lalong-lalo na siguro pag mga Kristiyano, pag tumatagal na sa faith, parang feeling nila, hindi, alam ko na yan. Alam ko na yung sinasabi sa Bible, nabasa ko na yan, dalawang beses ko na nabasa yan, from cover to cover, kasama pa yung table of contents sa yung mga maps. Pero, kaya ba talaga nating makabisa lahat yan? In fact, I was um, having a conversation several weeks back to two of our leaders in church. Mga seniors na rin sila. Pero sobrang na-inspire ako. Kasi itong dalawa na to na seniors, kahit nga ang tagal na nilang Kristiyano, in fact, when I learned about their story, I found out, Kristiyano na sila, born again na sila, hindi pa victory yung victory. Or siguro pasimula pa lang yung victory, Kristiyano na rin sila. Pero in our recent class, Leadership 113 last year, in fact, several times na raw nilang naka-encounter ng mga ganong klase, but yet, kita mo pa rin yung hunger to learn more about God. Sabi po nila, they want to grow more into God because they feel like the more they know God, the more they feel like they don't know God. There's so much more that they can know about God. Question, tayo ba suho na? Tayo ba kontento na kung paano natin kilala si Lord ngayon? Alam niyo po ba nung araw, yung mga tao doon na binabautismohan, na maging kristyano, pinabautismohan sila. Ngayon sa atin, sa pool kasi tayo nagbabaptize, no? But in the olden times, especially pag malapit sila sa dagat, sa dagat nila binabaptize yung isang tao. Ang simbolismo pala nun, kaya nila binabaptismohan sa, sa dagat yung isang tao, is kasi ang gusto nila is para malaman niya na yung tao na to, binabautismohan siya sa Panginoon na yung Panginoon sinisimbolo ng karagatan. Kung gaano kalalim, kung gaano kalawak yung karagatan, ganun din yung presensya at pagmamahal ng Diyos. And so, ganun pala si Lord, no? It will take, in fact, somebody put it this way, eternity is not enough for us to fully comprehend who God is. And so, don't settle in our faith. Not just don't settle, but also, don't surrender. Sabi kasi ng mga tao, lahat naman nagkakasala, so ikaw, okay na lang din. Sabi ng mga ibang lalaki, di ba? Lalaki ka kasi. Marupok lang din ako. Do not surrender. Because God has made us. See, the power of Christ's cross is not just for you and I to be forgiven. The power of Christ's cross is for us to be transformed as well. That is why we do not cheapen the grace of God. Because the grace of God is able to change us. There's this good book. If you want to read this book, it's, I, I recommend it. 
I don't know if you've read it, no? but this is a book about mindsets. It's a book that speaks about ano yung mga qualities ng mga tao na nag-grow pa rin, na nagta-thrive na kahit na anong situation, they thrive. Yung mga bata na naging successful nung pagtanda. And according to this book, sabi niya, one of those key difference ng mga tao na nagiging successful is the power of yet. They understand na kahit na hindi pa nila alam yung isang bagay, they don't surrender immediately. They say, I don't know it yet. See, for example, somebody asks you, familiar ka ba sa calculus? Ang sagot mo, I don't know. But those who have good mindsets, ang answer nila, I don't know it yet. Because they're willing to learn. They're willing to study. They're willing to invest so that they can learn. Para sa mga estudyante, pag may tinanong sa inyo, okay, yung mga teacher nyo, tapos hindi nyo pa alam, anong sagot natin? I don't know yet. Yes. Try that. Try that saying that to your teachers. I'm sure your teachers will appreciate that. Okay? Because we are saying we have this growth mindset. See, again, don't settle. Don't surrender. I like how Max Lucado put it. He said, God loves you just the way you are, but He refuses to leave you that way. He wants you to be just like Jesus. The reason why we're not supposed to settle and surrender is because God wants us to be more like Jesus. Second point, decide what to focus on. The Bible says in Philippians 3.13, forgetting what lies behind. What, that's one thing that He does. Forgetting what lies behind. Meron po ba rito makakalimutin? Yung mga nagbabataan po natin na ushers. Sinabi nila medyo makakalimutin sila. Hindi, meron na-experience yun na ba yun? Yung meron kang hinahanap na, na sombrero, tapos ginalugog mo na yung buong bahay mo, di ba, tapos suot-suot mo pala? O kaya yung susi, di ba, nagalit ka pa sa mga anak mo, di ba? Pinagalitan mo pa, pero yung pala nasa bulsa mo lang. Sometimes we forget, salamin. Hinahanap mo yung salamin mo, nakasuot pala, o kaya nakaganito yung salamin. Sometimes we forget. Unfortunately, some of the most painful situations and some of the most siguro the biggest mistakes that we've committed sometimes actually most of the time we fail or we don't forget those things but part of forgetting as Paul said here in Philippians is the ability to also learn not to be that affected with our past failures and our past mistakes Ninoro, kailangan nating laging lumilingon sa likod natin, looking back at our mistakes and looking back at our failures because Christ is with us. Amen? There's this um, race that happened in the 50s, dubbed as the race of the century. And it was because at that time, ito yung first time, at that year, first time na nabit yung four-minute mile. Alam niyo ba yun? In one mile, nung araw kasi hindi nila kayang matakbo yun in four minutes or less than four minutes. In fact, ang, ang belief nila is pagka ginawa mo raw, binilisan mo ng todo, binabit mo yung 4-minute mile, magkukollapse daw yung puso mo eh dahil hindi raw kaya ng tao yun. Until one person, his name is Roger Bannister, beat it in one of his official races, he did a mile under 4 minutes. And then a month after that, an Australian named John Landy did the same, in fact, lesser time than Bannister. 
And so when they were competing in the 50s, there was one race that they competed in the 50s. And it was dubbed as the race of the century because two of the best runners are running the mile. And so everyone was waiting for what's going to happen in that race. And so pag boom ng umpire, tumakbo sila lahat. Pagtakbo nila, syempre si Landy nauuna na. All throughout the race, nauuna siya. Si Bannister, nakasunod lang siya no, until the last turn. And in the last turn, binilisan ng konti ni Roger Bannister. And then what gave the race away was this shot. The guy on our left, that's Roger Bannister. The guy on our right, that's John Landy. John Landy was dubbed as the, parang he was the odds favorite in this race. But yet because he looked back to see where Roger Bannister was, that cost him precious milliseconds. And that was enough for Roger Bannister to win the race. Sometimes looking back actually is costly. So that is true for a race, but also that is true in life. And to be honest with you, to be very vulnerable, if we would all be honest, I am sure there are a lot of things, painful experiences in the past two years. There's been a lot of losses, a lot of mistakes, a lot of hurts, a lot of conflicts. But I am praying that God will give us the grace to forget what lies behind. When we say forget what lies behind, that does not mean to overlook it. What that means is to overcome it. Not just to leave it behind, but actually learn from it. Finally, it's this one. It's a determination not to give up. In fact, it says there, it's to strain forward to what lies ahead. Part of having this attitude, having the desire to still grow, you know, it's deciding on what to focus on. And here, it's the determination not to give up. And part of not giving up is training forward. Straining forward. I don't know if you've noticed, you know, yung mga runners natin, pagka tumatakbo sila, lalong-lalo na sa finish line, they were all straining forward. Because just a hairline sometimes, yung nagpapanalo sa kanila. And that's why they have to stretch as far as they can. Yung ibang dumadive pa, nagsas Superman jump pa, para lang makaungos dun sa mga kalaban nila. That's what it means to strain forward. Now again, for us, who are not into running, ano naman yung straining forward in life? I had a conversation with a professional counselor in church. And sabi niya, pagka daw meron siyang kinakounselan, ang unang-unang ginagawa niya is sinetest niya yung kinakounselan niya. Bibigay niya yung number niya, iintayin niya yung counselee na tawagan siya. Why? Hindi siya nag-follow up, hindi siya nangungulit. Kasi sabi niya, yung kinakounselan, kailangan din mag-make ng first step. Yung kinakounselan, kailangan din mag-strain forward. Kailangan din meron siyang effort to signify willing siyang maging victorious. Willing siyang maging free from ano man yung mga problema na kinakaharap niya. And so, oftentimes, she said, what separates a person from defeat and distress to becoming victorious is one step. One next step. Just one calling, one texting, one reaching out to the counselor. That is the first step or the next step na kung ginawa lang sana na experiencing victory. So question, for us to be victorious, for us to be free, for us to experience yung finishing strong, what is that next step for us? 
What is that one next step that is probably the key so that you can experience the victory, the grace, the favor, the breakthroughs that you're believing for? What is that one next step? For some of us, maybe it's admitting that we need help. For some of us, it's probably calling your friend. Some of us, it's opening the Bible again. Some of us, it's texting your small group leader. Kailan ba ulit tayo small group? Some of us, it's asking a professional counselor to help us journey with us so that we can experience yung breakthrough na pinagpa-pray talaga natin. Are we willing to strain forward? Are we willing to do the next step? Not only that, but he said also, and I'm about to land here, it says, I press on. Can you say press on? Yung press on pala nito, no? ang ibig sabihin sa kanya is to pursue. And another picture is to hunt down. Grabe, no? Yung word pala na press on, may hinahunting ka. Meron kang pursue. I'm looking at some of the new couples here. I can only imagine how the woman was pursued. But that's what it means to press on, to pursue, to not give up. And say, can you say, don't give up? This morning, I had the chance to have breakfast with this family. Amazing, amazing family. The Fresco family. And I had a chance to hear their stories. One of them was the story of Tita Agapita. So that's, she's the one. You know, she's the uh, woman with the gray hair there. I found out when they were young pala, no? Sila Tita Agapita, they lived in Laguna. She is the eldest amongst the siblings. And since mahirap lang daw sila nun, nagwo-working student siya for a long time. Just so that she can finish college. And after that, she had to work double time because she was the breadwinner of the family. And then she was recounting all of those trials and testings that they have gone through as a family. In fact, yung husband niya, ganun din. The eldest of seven siblings, the son of a poor family as well. And he persevered as an accountant and did the same thing for his siblings. Saved up, worked hard, persevered so that may angat nila yung pamilya nila mula sa kahirapan. They also said, early this year, Tita Agapita lost her husband. Other than that, yung ibang mga kasama pala nila sa bahay, ganun din, nagkaroon ng COVID, and then nagkaroon din ng ibang mga sicknesses. But when I hear their stories, I hear faith in them. Especially to Tita Agapita, she, she's a woman of faith. And I, I believe that's just a picture what it means to press on. That's what it means to persevere. That's what it means to stay strong in the faith. Because in life, marami tayo talagang kakaharapin, but ang tanong lang, bibigay ka ba? And ang good news naman sa atin, bilang mga Kristiyano, is we have a God na hindi bumigay sa atin. We have a God who pressed on so that you and I can experience faith. Not only do we have a God like that, but we have one another. Pakitingnan naman yung katabi natin. That person is critical so that we will grow also in faith. In fact, I want to close with this video, this example of pressing on ano, in a race. This happened in, um, I think, early 2000s, and it was a cross-country race in the U.S. And what happened was, at almost at the end, of the cross-country race, one of the participants, suddenly, hindi na kinaya, nagkaroon na ng cramps, sobra ng hina na, and this is what happened. This hill 
taking a toll on a couple runners trying to finish those final 20 yards. Wow. Yeah, you can see what, what a tremendous show of sportsmanship as you've got an athlete who can't quite make it and they've got a team, a, a girl from another team trying to help her to the finish line so she can finish the race. That's what, now that's another what the sport one is all well. about. Oh my goodness. This is just incredible. The sportsmanship phenomenal as you see those final yards there. As you see Clemson and Louisville helping the Boston College runner, that's Tate and Pease. And the Boston College runner can't even lift her legs right now. She'll try to cross the finish line. What a shot right here at Wakeman Soccer Park in Cary. But you sacrifice your own position to help another athlete finish what they started. And that, that's a true sportsmanship. Yeah, Beno. I've seen so many like that in the Olympics, in other races, but yet every now and then you would see people who would help those who are struggling. I'm praying that that will be true for our church. I'm praying that that will be true for us. Because not often are we strong. But we're grateful that we have people around us in this church, and I'm hoping that God will give us the grace to do that. That in times that we need help, we would find people who will put their arms around us and our arms around them and help us walk and finish strong. Friends, if you don't have friends here in church, if you don't have people that you can call as friends in church, can I ask you, don't let this year end without you being connected to one. Don't let this year end without you getting to know one. In fact, if you need help to be connected with somebody, please ask us. Ask your pastors here. Ask Pastor Mike. Ask Pastor Glenn. We would love to connect you so that you too will finish strong. And again, the reason why we do this and the reason why we can do this is not because of our willpower. Paul said this in this letter. He presses on or he pressed on because Christ has made him his own. The reason why we can reach out to God is because he first reached out to us. The reason why we can press on is because on that cross, he pressed on to us. In fact, I want to end with this verse in Hebrews. He said, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight in sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Bakit po natin kayang mag-finish strong? Because Christ already did. And He's right there at the finish line extending His arms. I'm here. My good and faithful servant. Why can we finish strong? Because He is there for you. Praying for you that you will finish strong in your family. Praying for you not to give up in your studies, praying for you not to lose hope
because it's challenging financially. Praying for you that you will not falter and let go of your testimony. God's grace is with us. Amen? God's grace is with us. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for your, your, your word and we thank you for your work in us. Lord, maraming maraming salamat po, Lord, sa bawat isa na nandito ngayong hapon. And Lord, I pray. I pray, Lord, that you would, Lord, strengthen. Lord, as we transition, Lord, as we end this year, as we transition from this year to next year, Lord, again, we have gone through so much. And you iba sa amin dito, Lord God, we've seen the worst of us because we've been through one of the worst years. But Lord, thank you. Your grace is more than enough. And even though we may have fallen a few times in the past years, but Lord, the grace of God is here for us to stand up. The grace of God is here so that we can finish strong. The grace of God is here so that we can run the race again. The grace of God is here so that we can keep walking. We can, Lord, keep pursuing the call of you, your call for us, Lord. Salamat, Panginoon. Mabubuti po ang inyong mga plano sa pamilya namin. Salamat, Panginoon. Mabubuti po yung plano nyo sa aming mga buhay. Mabubuti po yung plano nyo sa aming mga anak, Lord. I pray for those of us who are about to give up, for those of us who are about to lose hope, Lord, I pray right now, would you please, Lord, revive their faith? Would you please energize their faith, Lord God? Would you please allow them to look on you, fix their eyes on you, so that those who are losing faith, Lord God, you will start faith again. Those who who have flickering faith, Lord, you can perfect their faith again. Father, thank you that you're doing that work. Thank you that you are, Lord, even now, Lord, ministering to some of my brothers and sisters. Thank you that you're doing that work at this moment. You know, with all heads bowed and all eyes closed, I just want us to allow the Holy Spirit to move and respond to His move at this time. Some of us, we need that. We need that strength from God. Iba talaga sa atin dito, I feel like we're about to quit. We're about to lose hope. Pag tinitingnan mo yung mga nababasa mo ngayon, pag tinitingnan mo kung ano yung mga nangyayari, sometimes talaga nakaka-frustrate na, eh, nakaka-frustrate na, nakakawala na ng ano eh, nakakawala na ng faith, but yet God is just telling you at this time, hawa kita. Hawa kita. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you always. And I will give you strength when you don't have. I will give you peace when everything, everywhere else there's a storm. Father in heaven, I thank you. Would you please do that work in and through my brothers and sisters this afternoon. God, thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 